Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are continuing our deep dive into the homeschool personality test. We're going to be talking about the swan and the sandpiper on this episode. Again, if you haven't taken the test, head on over to thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. If you need more homeschooling encouragement, make sure to subscribe to their amazing magazine over on homeschoolingtoday.com. So let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. All right. Well, t- happy first day of summer, or as all the Wilsons know it as, Kids Day. Um, today is Kids Day here um, at our home. And really, there are a lot of moms and dads all over the place that have celebrated uh, Kids Day for, we've done this for about 20 plus years, probably. Um, and it was started a long time ago uh, when Sam, uh, I can remember it was a uh, one night it was right after father's day and sam was like hey dad how come we don't have a kid's day and i you know and i was thinking because every day is kid's day you don't have a job you get everything free that way (laughs) you know it's like you're kidding me so now i have to celebrate you doing nothing (laughs) so but as i thought about it i thought you know that's not a bad idea and so uh summer was coming right after father's day then and ever since we've celebrated the first day of summer as kids day and uh today i know that uh bennett or not ben went to work but rissa uh took the kids to go get donuts at duncan which used to be called duncan donuts i assume uh is that where she went i don't know actually i didn't ask her i mean i know she was going to do it i assume she went to duncan because she likes their coffee so uh, <laughs> there's probably our double motives there. yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, we had done that lots of times on, uh, kids day, take the kids out for donuts. And, uh, our, our kids day has changed because our kids are all older now and we have 14 and 16 year old. And, uh, so, uh, in the past, it was almost like they were treated like Kings for a day. We, we would often go to a, uh, you know, a Disney movie that was, had just come out for the summer, like cars or monsters university or something like that uh brave and uh and then we do something fun for lunch something fun for dinner and i I keep yawning i don't know why i think i'm worn (laughs) out and uh but today was a great day we were over at ben's uh pool and they were playing spike ball and playing in the pool and uh my wife made orange uh uh, fago and yeah, and, and vanilla ice cream floats, and that was good. Yeah, it was fun. We had Mexican food. It was just a good night. It's beautiful. So, you know, and the thing I like about it is that it's just an opportunity to tell our kids again, once again, how proud, how proud we are of them, and how much we love being their parents. And uh, for that, I thank Sam for all those years ago when that little boy said, "How about we do a kids' day?" And actually, it was right after we had the kids' day, and then Sam, as a little kid, said. We should do Chewy Day, you know, which was our dog. And I'm like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> there are lines that get drawn. Draw. <laughs> exactly. Well, I just got back from, uh, my wife and I just got back from the uh, Rocky Mountain Homeschool Conference in Denver, Colorado. We had a great time. We experienced something that we've never experienced before. We had a flood in the convention hall. Um, they had a water main break and, uh, 
in the middle of the night. Nobody knew it. And for two hours and we came down and you could tell there was kind of this buzz, something was happening. And uh, the guy who's in charge, uh, Debbie and I were eating breakfast and the guy who's in charge was like running. And I said, man, he must be putting out fires this morning. Little did I know he's putting out floods. Yeah. Um, and so they, the conference uh, organizers did an amazing job and really not adjusting everything. They hardly missed anything. And so it was just, it was really truly amazing. <laughs> so uh, I know we had about two inches of water, maybe three inches of water in our booth. And I was like, had my shoes off walking through it. <laughs> I even had uh, Debbie up on my shoulder, not on my shoulders, but on my back as I hauled her across, you know, oh, to the uh, a dry place to stand so she could take pictures. So that was terrible. Good. It was real good. But yeah, at least it worked out. But that is just crazy. Now, hopefully, I mean, it sounds like obviously it worked out decently, but I mean, that's pretty much the limit. I don't even know what else you could see other than maybe like a hurricane or tornado goes through, or a tornado or something goes through. That's right, right. Hopefully that's the extent, the worst. So, uh, But we left off last week. We were like, um, we talked about the weaknesses of the um, falcon and the owl, uh, which I thought was interesting. We were talking earlier about kind of the breakdown of uh, – like the rankings of kind of which one are most common. And I thought that was kind mm -hmm. of interesting because Sam had said that owl is the most common, but then it's swan. And then I think it was sandpiper. And then lastly, falcon, which uh, I just thought was, it was an interesting breakdown, but cause I've seen less swans than I had, had, you know, thought there might be, but apparently there is a lot of them. So tonight we're talking about the swan and the sandpiper, I believe is where you left off last week. Right. And just in case a little catch up, um, we've been talking about the homeschooler personality test. And again, to clarify, these are for homeschooling moms. This does not work on homeschooling dads or on kids. We're going, we're working on a, a kid version so that you can better homeschool your kids to see what personality they are. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, we, for the first week, we talked about their strengths and uh, kind of introduced them. And last week we talked about a couple of their weaknesses. And again, you know, I just, I want people to know that there's no bad ones. There aren't, they're really not even good or bad. I mean, I know that every mom who is a falcon wants to be an owl and an owl wants to be a falcon and a sandpiper wants to be a swan and a swan wants to be a falcon. Everybody kind of wishes that what they are, they were, could be something else because they see the strengths in others. But you know, you all have strengths. And the idea of this is, this is a little bit different than a personality test. This is not saying that this is who you are. This is saying, this is how you homeschool. This is how you view homeschooling. And so again, a just recap, a Falcon is very focused. Um, you know, they have a lot of strengths. They get a lot of, they get a lot done. As we saw their weaknesses can be, they're kind of often too rigid and sometimes put school above home and relationships. They have to watch out for that. The owl is very thoughtful, is always thinking, and uh, uh, and and again, has a, a moral compass that, that drives her, that she wants to do more than school. She wants it to be, you know, not just a bunch of facts. Um, and yet the weaknesses can be that she can work, look so inwardly that she feels often like she is failing. Um, and guilt and all doubts plague her. 
Today we're looking at the swan. And if you remember, the swan is the serene, just like the, the bird, you know, that glides along, uh, isn't easily ruffled, um, uh, rarely changes curriculum, uh, maybe not as flexible or uh, not as uh, focused as a, as a falcon, but the swan's kind of like a cousin to the falcon. Um, I mean, they, they, they find a program, they kind of stick with it. Doesn't even matter if it's the best program. They just kind of do it, don't complain. And they may not get 180 days done, but they get a lot of days done. Um, so today we're gonna to look at the swan's weaknesses. And again, weaknesses, we're gonna redefine weaknesses as not something that's bad, but really it's, it is a, it, uh, it's an area where you need to be aware of. And really what we wanna do next week we're going to look at using your strengths to address your weaknesses. So um, where, for example, we talked about the falcon. Um, it's hard for them to be flexible. So a falcon will need to plan for flexibility. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. So let's look at the swan. Again, the swan's serene and glides along. Um, but here are some of her weaknesses. Uh, the thing about a swan is that life can throw her for a loop um, because life is so unplanned. Um, the, the swan likes to do her workbook pages, likes to get them all done. Um, you know, again, not as focused as the falcon, but, but likes to get those things done. Life can kind of throw a wrench into things. Not as maybe significant as with the falcon, but still it can do that. Um, Along with that, it's sometimes life makes it hard to keep the swans little ducklings in a row. Uh, you know, things kind of interrupt those, those uh, the things she would like to accomplish, uh, whether someone stops in and visits um, or someone's sick. Uh, sometimes, again, it's just hard to, to get stuff done. The swan also, and I, I'm kind of wavering on this one. We might change this one a little bit. But sometimes a swan doesn't have that internal compass guiding her. Um, you know, where the, the owl really is very thoughtful, like this is why we homeschool, this is why we do math, this is what we want in math. The, the swan doesn't always think that way. Um, in fact, uh, uh, she might not really know exactly why she uh, is doing it. And, and again, this is, there are mixes. So there are owl swans, swals, or, uh, you know, falcon owls, or falcon swans, fawns, or whatever. Swall, I don't know. Uh, working. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, it's not, you know, we're not dying on this hill. But uh, sometimes the lack of having a reason why can uh, lead to some other problems, like uh, giving up when things get too hard. Um, and in fact, you might even, if you look at homeschooling as an option, uh, you might come across a better option. If you get tired, your kids are kind of complaining all the time, which kids often do, you think, well, maybe it would just be better for everybody if we just went to something else. Um, and also a swan can be overworked. Um, a swan can bite off a lot more than she, more than her kids can chew. 
and you know it can overwhelm her kids she can be she volunteers for lots of things or maybe not even volunteers she's kind of thrust into leadership and co-ops because she gets so much done um and after a while you know even though you can handle it it's just like i'm done i'm quitting my co-op because i just don't want to be involved anymore because all i do do is work i do everything so that's kind of the swan um do you have any thoughts on that ben i know they're kind of hitting you as i say them uh no i mean i think that one is is good i mean i definitely know people like that uh who i think will homeschool or do homeschool similar similarly i feel like they're often very uh idealistic in a good way like you know they they have a uh, they think, yeah, like I can take it all. I can, you know, I, oh yeah, of course I want to be helpful. And they, and they have all that, but then it, once they get into the weeds, it, it just gets overwhelming and, and they, and they bit off so much. And, uh, again, there's really strong positives of that, which we did talk about a few weeks ago. So if you're, you know, just kind of hearing these episodes go farther back, there was a positive episode where we kind of went through all the strengths, um, but it's tough because life is always going to throw a wrench and it's always going to be, get tough. You know, homeschooling always will. So being aware of that and having someone again, which dad's going to talk about more in the following weeks, but having that support system around to encourage you in the times where you're uh, wanting to give up or think it's too hard, I think is critical, especially for someone of this personality type. But no, I think it's a good one. Well, you can even see it in your children. You know, if you have swan children, they're kind of the ones who uh, are the ones you always ask to do everything because they get it done. Right. They don't complain about it. They just, and they're easy to take advantage of and over and to overwork. Um, mm -hmm. I think people take advantage of you swans because you get a lot done. You don't complain about it. And it turns out great because you're amazing. Definitely. Well, real quick here, before you go into the sandpiper, um, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Um, we've worked with them for years now, but uh, that's because we love them. We love their company. We love their curriculum. Uh, that They're who we always recommended for uh, many, many, many years, and uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, it's super engaging, really helps children learn better, we think, and retain um, the information. And it's super interactive. You can do it from any device that has an internet browser. Uh, you know, if, if you're overwhelmed with so many things that, you know, you, gotta, you have to be involved in, then it's really good because your kid can kind of do it on their own. So um, go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com, and we appreciate their support. Well, also, we want to thank you also to uh, Homeschooling Magazine, uh, Homeschooling Today, I shouldn't call it Homeschooling Magazine, Homeschooling Today Magazine. Um, I've written for them for for a long time. We shared the same mission. You know, we want parents to understand that that homeschooling isn't just about school. It's about a relationship and that every relationship is different. And even as we've talked in these um, homeschool personality uh, tests, you know, uh, every every child's different. Every mom's different. Every every school is different. So you know, homeschooling today kind of emphasizes that it's not a one size fits all education. Um, and they want to encourage parents to kind of to think outside the box. They know that's a bold thing to do. So they want to encourage you in living outside that box to homeschool boldly. So if you want to do that, you can subscribe to Homeschooling Today magazine. It would be a great thing to get this summer. Um, you can go online. You can see their uh, uh, recent 
edition. You can flip through the pages and you'll be encouraged. Uh, every edition is filled with encouragement and practical help from an entire team of experienced homeschool moms and dads, including me. Um, really, their goal is to make you smile along with the smiling homeschoolers. So we are pleased to have them uh, help make this podcast possible. All right. Let's do the sandpiper or the Okay, piper. the sandpiper. The sandpiper, I mean, in my head, even when I say that, I just see this little piper on the beach, you know, just running all over the place. They're always the fun ones to watch. They look like they're just skittering around the surf, you know, darting in and out, uh, trying not to get in the waves, trying to get things. Um, but, and they're, because, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, they're the fun moms. They're the free spirits. They're the ones who kids kids look like they're always having a great time and they're always running off to do something. They are a flourish of activity and they just laugh and smile. Um, as I shared, uh, I don't know, a time or two ago, there was a, a mom who said she was a, a sandpiper and she was going off to a pumpkin patch and it was just so much fun. And she said she was so excited and, you know, she looks down and half her kids don't even have shoes on and, and one of them has one shoe on and it just like, um, but they have such a good time. In fact, really, the sandpipers are the ones, the rest, the owls, the swans and the falcons, they look at and they go, I wish I could be like her. But uh, the, the sandpiper has her own set of weaknesses as well. Like she is like the sandpiper, the bird, she kind of is tossed back and forth. You know, she has a lot, she goes strong. She has a lot of gusto uh, for short bursts of it uh, uh, at a time. So she goes one way and then she goes another way. She starts one curriculum and then she doesn't like it. And she goes to another one. She tries this one. She's convinced it's the best curriculum in the world. And then she moves away. So she's, she's kind of darting around from things to things. Um, she ha does have a lot of fun and, but she worries. She worries that um, she's behind in math or that her kids are behind in math or that her kids aren't as smart as some of the other kids or, or they're all reading and her kids aren't. Um, you know, especially if you're around other Falcons, uh, you know, who, whose kids are reading these big chapter books and doing these amazing projects. And sometimes you can begin to believe a lie that your kids are not where they should be. And again, I emphasize that word lie because it is a lie, mom. Um, uh, even when uh, I was talking to a mom at a homeschool conference and she said, you know, I'm a, I found out from taking your test that I'm a sandpiper. She goes, I am a sandpiper. And she said, I was in one of the workshops and about halfway through, even from the beginning, she said, I just started feeling like, wow, I am a terrible mom. I don't do what this lady is saying to do. I don't even know if I can do it. And then she said, it just hit me. This woman's a falcon and I can't do what she is telling me to do because my personality doesn't think that way. And she was absolutely right. Um, you know, the, the sandpiper seemingly is always running behind. I mean, she's the one who probably uh, starts early to go to, to co-op and ends up late. Uh, she walks into church late. She walks into everything late. Um, you know, when they went, that's why I say, you know, they're always looking for a child's shoe, you know, or uh, something because they're sandpipers. Um, she's often looking for 
kind of a, the silver bullet, the magic curriculum or solution. Um, you know, somebody will say, oh, you got to try this. And a sandpiper will go, oh, that's a great idea. And so she thinks that will be the, the solution to her problem. And of course, those things are never the solutions to our problems. Um, and so she's always kind of looking for that next thing. Uh, and that's why uh, they change course often because they try those things. It doesn't work like they think it should. And they then they hear about another thing and they go try that and then another thing and another thing. So uh, uh, in fact, this whole thing, uh, this whole personality thing began on a, uh, uh, an idea that someone sent my wife on on organization. It was another personality test for an organizational website. And it was sent to my wife by a sandpiper, even though she didn't didn't know that she was or hadn't labeled herself as such. But uh, I just thought, I mean, the way she said it was like, oh, this is so awesome. This is going to be so great. And she was so excited. And I thought, you know, and about four, three or four weeks, she probably won't be doing that anymore. Um, because, you know, as a, not a weakness, but that's really kind of a, uh, characteristic of the sandpiper, you know, and sadly, sometimes a sandpiper doesn't make it to the end of home, the homeschooling journey. Um, again, for whatever reason, she, she gets into that thick of it. And then she begins to believe those lies that her kids are behind, um, or that she can't do a, a good job. And oftentimes when you get into those high school years, you know, you're convinced as everybody just tells you, oh, you know, because your, your kids are behind, if you put them in school, then they'll, you know, they'll be up to where they should be. And uh, Sandpiper Mom sometimes does that, uh, thinking that it is best for everyone. Um, again, I think, uh, you know, as we talk about uh, uh, tips, for homeschooling as a sandpiper and all the others we're gonna have some tips to help you you know maybe not do that because even though you a sandpiper might get to that position where they think oh it's just better if we put them in in her heart of hearts she doesn't want to put them in she wants to finish homeschooling she believes in homeschooling um but sometimes you know her personality wins out and uh, again we want to just use some of those strengths that she has because it's a sandpiper again again is amazing mom and uh, mom, you you don't feel it, but those falcons would would love to be you. Would love to be you. Well, Ben, that's the end of uh, our our weaknesses. Did you have any more thoughts on any of them, or or on the sandpiper in particular? No, not really. I mean, I think uh, some of these may be harder for some people to if they're like, you know, I really like that. I want to try to do more of that. Uh, I think the sandpiper could be tough for, for tough for some people because it is kind of a, a very inherent thing if you feel that way or not. You know, it's hard to just emulate like like mom. I mean, mom would love to be this spon uh, spontaneous, just drop everything, go with the you know flow, but she just she just can't do it. You know, <laughs> at least not very well right, usually. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean it's bad again, just because you think you like those other personalities or might wish that you had some tendencies of that. That is not at all something you need to be, uh, what we're saying is like discouraged by that or um, think you're worse off because of it. So it's just 
to be aware of. So um, I think it'll be good to kind of going into kind of how those interact and maybe some of the uh, ways you can help some of those things in the next couple of weeks. I think it'll be really good. Again, and if you haven't taken the test yet, it's um, on the smilinghomeschooler.com. It's right on the main page right there. It says take the test. Uh, and how many questions is it? I don't remember the, the total number. 19 questions. 19 questions. So it'll take you a really short amount of time. It won't take long at all. And then it, you can see your um, answer at the end. And there are also, if you want for your mug or whatever else, your Yeti, you can get a sticker that has your personality on it for like two bucks shipped. So um, you should do that as well. But um, no, I think I think that's really good to cover all of them. And I think uh, people really you know, it's fun to see. And it, it, maybe even have your like homeschooling group all do it together or something like that. I know Rissa and her friends enjoyed talking about it and uh, kind of, you know, seeing what each other were and everything. So it's, I think it's really cool. In fact, I was thinking we should have them on our show. We could yeah. have them talk about their personalities. Yeah. Again, they haven't, haven't all started homeschooling, but I think a lot of them will already be very apparent on this. So <laughs> um, <laughs> they're kind of homeschooling. So uh, exactly. You know, I guess we'll find out. But oh, for some reason, I had an episode uh, updated the episode title. So, but yeah, I think that's a good place to stop. I mean, uh, I'm burning up here, so maybe we'll. Uh, are you you will be back? I think for a third week in a row next week to finish up. Me? Oh yeah, we're gonna be around for a while, so we're we're gonna be doing this. Um, we don't have any traveling for a little while, which I'm very thankful. Um, so, mom, I hope you're enjoying your summer uh taking advantage of this and again you know moms i just have the you moms i see your post and you say we're almost done you know we've only got three more weeks of of uh math and then we can i just encourage you just to stop just stop and go have some fun because here because here's the deal today is the first day of summer the longest day of the year but you know what tomorrow is not quite as long a day and so we're starting that trip to the shortest day of the year and it just you know it's a good it's a good reminder that uh we think we have forever but we don't have forever so if you need to stop please do listen You'll to me never regret stop. taking those extra three weeks off like or stopping You'll three weeks regret. early yeah ever yeah, you're right if anything it'd okay. be the other way around. so have a so have a great weekend um, if you, you know what, if you were listening to us talk about kids day, you don't have to celebrate on the first day of summer. You could do it tomorrow or on Thursday, or you could do it this weekend. Uh, there were days where we were just too busy. And so we decided we we're going to do it another day. Um, but you can do that. In fact, you, you probably should just an opportunity to have some fun. And if you're a Falcon or an owl who maybe fun doesn't come naturally, kids day makes you do something fun um so have a great week and of course don't forget to smile thanks for joining us again if you haven't taken the homeschool personality test make sure you do so over on our website and share it with your friends as well again thank you to teaching textbooks for sponsoring the smiling homeschooler you can check out a free trial of their amazing math curriculum over on their website teachingtextbooks.com have a great week and as always keep smiling